0: So, shegun Obaje, bringing new creation realities to you. You said in your word that you have not sent the descendants of Jacob to seek you in vain i have come to seek your face when thou said unto me seek ye me my face then my heart responded thy face O lord will i seek i've come to seek your face today let the light of your countenance shine upon our hearts shine upon me Let the light of your countenance shine upon us, O God, and let your glory be unveiled. Let our eyes of understanding be so enlightened that everybody will come into the absolute knowledge of your word. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, this day, we thank you, because we know you are here in our midst. For where two or three are gathered together in your name, there you are in the midst of them. We have gathered together today in your name. We thank you because you are strong in this place. You are mighty in our midst. We thank you, Lord God, for your grace that is here present. We thank you for the ministry of angels. We thank you for the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And we thank you for the blessed ministry of your word. We give you praise. We give you glory. Be thou exalted Father in the name of Jesus. Today, Heavenly Father, we ask that your word will come to us in its nature. The absoluteness of truth in the name of Jesus let every eye be enlightened with so much light revelation knowledge from heaven in the name of Jesus let every fear be dispelled by your word in the name of Jesus let confidence be built up by your word in the name of Jesus let there be a demonstration of the power back of your word so that the faith of these precious ones will be in your power and not in the wisdom of men. in the name of Jesus thank you father we give you praise we give you glory blessed be your holy name in Jesus name amen give the Lord a shout of hallelujah. hallelujah amen please you may be seated Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Um, It's another day, and we're going to be looking at God's Word. Yesterday, we saw something very remarkable. The account we read of the woman with the issue of blood in Mark chapter number 5. Amen. How many of us were here yesterday? Wave your hands. All right. Praise God. In Mark chapter number 5, we read about a woman who had an issue of blood for how many years? Twelve years. And she had moved from one physician to another physician, and the situation did not get better. Until she heard of Jesus. Verse 27 says, when she had heard of Jesus, she came from behind the press to touch the hem of his garment. Hallelujah. What did she hear of Jesus? We said yesterday in Romans 10 and verse 17, so then faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. What she heard of Jesus was something very definite, something very specific, something very absolute something very clear something very enlightening hallelujah she heard that jesus is the healer and is anointed of the holy spirit to heal the sick praise god and she came in that understanding she came in that rest and confidence She came having heard something definite of Jesus. She held on to that definite news, that definite good news, that reliable good news. Amen. Reliable good news. That's the word of God. And we said yesterday that God's word is absolute, right? Yeah. God's word is absolute. God's word is reliable. Praise God. Now look up everybody, if they told you that this building, if they told you this building is sinking, would you want to come inside this building? Talk to me, would you want to come inside this building? Uh huh. You wouldn't be here. Because you see, you understand that the building is sinking, so you wouldn't come in. But you see, this building is not sinking, it's stable. That's why we have the confidence to come in and sit down, praise God. You see, faith develops with so much ease when it is built or it leans on that which is reliable, that which is dependable. Hallelujah. The gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ is reliable. Amen? The gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ is dependable. The gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ is efficacious. Glory to God. And because the gospel is reliable, you can build your confidence in that gospel and on it. Praise God. And we said that the word of God brings faith when it is preached. When you hear it, it comes with absolute revelation and it dissolves all doubts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's Word dissolves all doubts. God's Word dissolves all doubts. It is reliable. And we told you that the reason a lot of people don't have confidence in God is because they have not heard the Word of God. If you hear the Word of God, you will have confidence in God. Hallelujah. You see, there's there's a difference between picking something from the Bible... And just saying it to people and preaching the word of God. I believe we, we, we understand that. Yesterday we saw the difference. Amen. The word of God is not human philosophy. The word of God is not human philosophy. The word of God is not superstition. The word of God is not tradition. Amen. God's word is Jesus Christ revealed. Hallelujah. Jesus, the anointed one, is the living word. Anywhere Jesus is unveiled, anywhere Jesus is revealed, then the word of God is revealed there. Praise the Lord. So you see, it is possible to say a couple of things from the Bible without saying things that are substantiated and concretized in Jesus. For you to say something that is concretized and substantiated in Jesus and by Jesus, then you have to know Him. Praise God. You have to know Him. You have to come into the knowledge of Him. And that's why theologians who, without the knowledge of Jesus, go out there in universities all over the world to study theology, and they understand the Bible, all right, and then they come to tell us things about the Bible. Whereas they don't have the word of God. That you know so much about the Bible does not mean you know the word of God. The word of God is not a book, the word of God is not a statement, the word of God is not what is being said. The word of God is somebody, the word of God is a person, and Jesus, the anointed one, is his name. Hallelujah. We saw that in Gospel according to St. John. Chapter 1, right? And verse 1. Alright? Let's read it together. John 1 1. 1, 2, 3. Let's go. Everybody read it out loud. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And the word was God. Alright? You see that? Read it one more time out loud. Come on. And the word. You see, the word was God. You see, God is the word. Jesus is God. Amen. How do we know that? Verse 14, quickly. Amen. Verse 14, what does it say? Let's read together. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace. You see that? So the Word of God is a person. Say to yourself, say the Word of God is a person. One more time, say the Word of God. Is a person. Say Jesus. The anointed one. Is the living word. One more time. Say Jesus. The anointed one. Is the living word. So anywhere and everywhere. Jesus is unveiled. The word of God is unveiled. Where Jesus is not preached. The word of God is not preached. Amen where Jesus is preached the word is preached glory to god yeah and that's why we preach Jesus you remember in acts of the apostles chapter 8 all right let's read it acts 8 and verse 1 a man went to samaria by the name philip and then there he preached he preached amen Verse 5, let's read it together. One, two, three, let's go. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. Look, now who did he preach to them? Christ. Who did he preach to them? Who did he preach to them? Did he preach the word of God? Yes. What if he went there to tell them a cock and bull story? Would that be equal to the word of God? No. It's not everything that is said on the pupit that is God's word. God's word is the unveiling of Jesus. And Jesus is absolute light. Jesus is absolute light. When Jesus is unveiled, doubt is dispelled. When Jesus is unveiled, faith can develop with ease. And when you preach Jesus, the anointed one, he is revealed. He happens. Amen? A beloved one said, when you preach the gospel, the gospel happens. (laughs) Glory to God. So you see, I love to preach the gospel so the gospel can happen. Amen? Jesus is the good news for this world today. Amen? There's a song we normally sing. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there is no other. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him there is no other. Jesus is the way. Who is the way? Jesus is the way. Hallelujah. So you see, Philip went to Samaria and preached Christ unto them. Did he preach something to them? No! He preached somebody to them. God's word is not something. God's word is somebody. He preached Christ unto them. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Not what happened thereafter. Verse 6. And the people with one accord gave heed. With one accord. You see, when Christ is preached, people believe with ease. Because Christ is absolute. Hebrews thirteen and verse eight, blessed scripture, amen. Read it out loud, everybody. One, two, three. Let's go. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. You see, Jesus never changes. Jesus is the same; is absolute. So when He is preached, Jesus, the Anointed One, when Christ is preached, Hallelujah. The faith of people. Goes up. The faith of people rises up. Why? Because Jesus gives faith. The Word of God gives faith. So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. So I'm going to share with you today the Word of God. You know what the Word of God is now, right? Now, you can tell. When someone comes before you and is saying some things, and those things are not the word of God, you can tell. Can't you? You can. You can tell. Why and how? Because you see, anything that is apart from Jesus, the anointed one, is not God's word. The substance of whatever it is that is said must be in line. With Jesus, who He is, what He's done for us, who He is in us, what He's doing in us and through us. Glory to God. Amen. Paul said in Philippians 4 and verse 13, let's read it. Philippians 4 and verse 13, beautiful scripture. Can, can we read it out loud, everybody? Read it. Come on. I can do all things through Christ. Now, what if he had said, I can do all things. Is that God's word? It's apart from Christ. That's not God's word. That's pride. That's not God's word. That's boasting. But thank God he can do all things through Christ. Let's not say through Christ. You see the substance of the ability to do all things is Christ. Amen. Glory to God. (laughs) Glory to God. I said, Glory to God. Oh, I said, Glory to God. I said, Glory to God. Amen. Amen. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. I can do all things. Can you do all things? Now say it that way too. Say, I can do all things. things. Through Through Christ. Through Christ. Through Christ. Who strengthened me. Now the emphasis is on Christ. Through Christ who strengthened me, I can do all things. Through Christ who strengthened me. Glory to God. Now look at another scripture here that talks about Christ. Jesus, the anointed one. Run to Colossians chapter 1 and verse 27. Colossians 1, 27. Can we read it together? Everybody go one, two, three. To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Say that other part again. Say Christ in me, me, the hope of glory. The The word of God in me, the hope of glory. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Jesus, the anointed one in me. The The hope of glory. glory. Hallelujah. You see, there is hope for you because Christ is in you. And that hope is a glorious one. I said that hope is a glorious one. It's not an expectation to fail. It's an expectation to always succeed. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Now turn your Bibles very quickly to... 2 Corinthians 2 and verse 12. Amen. Furthermore, when I came to trust to preach Christ's what? You see, the gospel is Christ's gospel, it's not man's gospel. Christ's gospel. And a door was opened unto me of the Lord. You see, any time you preach the gospel of Christ, a door will open. The Lord Himself will open that door—a door to the miraculous, a door to meeting needs of people, a door of positive response or responses from people. Glory to God! It's the gospel of Christ. Let someone say, "It's the gospel of Christ." Notice what the Apostle Paul calls it, Christ's gospel. Let us someone say Christ's. Christ. One more time, say Christ's. Christ. One more time, say Christ's. Christ. Beautiful. Now, turn in your Bible very quickly to Romans chapter 1 and verse 16. Oh, it will bless you. Romans 1 and verse 16. For I am not ashamed of Christ's gospel, right? The gospel of Christ. Oh, glory to God. It's a gospel that opens doors. Glory to God. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is what? The power of God. Let's read together from the beginning. One, two, three. Let's go. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. To everyone that believeth. it. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. Verse 17. For the therein, come on, let's go. For the therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Faith in whom? In Jesus the anointed one. Faith in whom? In Jesus the anointed one. Faith in Jesus Christ. And how is he revealed? Through the gospel of Christ. Let's also say the gospel of Christ. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That's the gospel that upholds, And faith in that gospel will bring life. The just shall live by faith in the gospel of Christ. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I God." I said glory to God. Acts of the Apostles 20 and verse 32. Very quickly. Acts 20, 32. I want us to read it together, everybody. One, two, three, let's go. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them that, which are sanctified. You see that? Now notice what he calls the word of God. He says the word of his grace. Let's all say the word of his grace. One more time. Say the word of his grace. That means when God's word is preached, grace is made available. Whatever it is you need grace for, whichever area of your life, grace is made available when the word of God is preached. What do I mean? Grace is made available When Jesus is preached, Jesus, the anointed one, grace is unveiled. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. I said, amen. Amen. What is grace? The power of God. What is grace? The ability of God. What is grace? God's involvement in your life. What is grace? God doing in you and through you what you cannot accomplish in yourself and by yourself. That's the grace of God. When the gospel is preached, grace is made available. Let's all say grace. grace. Say it again. Say grace. grace. One more time. Say grace. grace. It's amazing that Jesus knew when he walked upon the face of this earth. He knew that by the unveiling of God's word, that is himself, grace was made available. So you see, he spoke of his father, the things that he, his father, said of him. He was teaching in a certain place. Many people gathered from all over. Luke 5 and verse 17. See what happened there. Glory to God. Amen. Luke five seventeen. Can we read together? One, two, three, let's go. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by which were come out of Every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. What was present to heal them? The power of the Lord. Now, how did that power become present? What brought the presence of the power? The word was preached. Not what Jesus, he was teaching. What was he teaching? About What was he teaching on? He was teaching the word of God. Amen. Amen. I said "Amen." amen. You see, when you teach God's word and unveil God's word, the power of God is made available. Glory to God. There's something amazing about Jesus, the anointed one. The Bible says he's full of grace and truth. Let's not say grace Grace. and truth. One more time. Say grace Grace. and truth. truth. Now project for us, John. Gospel according to St. John chapter 1 and verse 14. All right. And then we read verse 16 to glory to God. Hallelujah. When we are done with verse 14, we read verse 16. Can we read together? One, two, three, let's go. The word is always full of grace and truth. Say it. The word is always full of grace. One more time. Say it out loud. The word is always full of grace and truth. One more time. Amen. Now look at verse 16. Let's read it together. One, two, three, let's go. And of his fullness have we all received and grace for grace. You see, the fullness of God's word is grace. And that grace gives grace, and grace, and grace, and grace. Amen. Wherever the word of God is not preached, this grace will be there. When you preach the word of God, grace is made available. Glory to God. Oh, I love the word of God. Say it with your mouth. Say, I love the word of God. Word of God. One more time, say, I love the word of God. Word of God. Amen. You know this song we normally sing. Something more than gold, something more than silver. The word of God in the heart of man is something more than gold. Hallelujah! Something, something. Sing it with the best of your voice. Come on! The word of God in the heart of man is something more than gold hallelujah something more something more than silver the word of god in the heart of man is something more sing it one more time lift your voice something more than gold something more than silver the word of God in the heart of man is something more than... God. it's more than God to have God's word in your heart. Amen. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. I said, Amen, I pray that the Lord will strengthen you by His spirit. on the inside, on the inside, in the name of Jesus. So Christ may dwell in your heart by faith. So you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, the length, the depth, and the height of God's love that passes knowledge. So you may know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or think according to his power. is at work in you amen what is that power that is at work in you amen the word is at work in you glory to god i said glory to god shout it out loud say the word of god is at work in me one more time say the word of god is at work in me glory to god amen i said amen now turn to Second Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 12. Amen. No first Thessalonians, I beg your pardon. Okay. Okay, look at verse 11, let's see where it talks about the word of God working in you effectually. That's, is that second? That should be second. Amen. Show us that scripture first. Have you found it? Huh? All right. Let me find it from here. Wow. Praise the Lord. All right. What is it? Okay. Yeah. 1 Thessalonians 2 13. Beautiful. We have found it. Amen. Amen. We have found a great spoil. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> Can we read it together? One, two, three. Let's go. For this cause also, thank we God without ceasing. Because when you received the word of God, which you heard of us, you received it not as the word of men, but as in truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. You see that? The word of God works how in you? Effectually. When you say something is effectual, it means it is effective. It is productive. It is result giving, results yielding. Glory to God. So you see, the word of God is working how in us? Effectually. In those who believe. Say, I believe. I believe. One more time, say, I believe. I believe. Say, I believe. I believe. Say, I believe. I believe. Amen. I believe. Now, let's unveil Jesus, who is the living word, to us. Concerning who we are in him. Who we are in Him. Praise God. That's going to build faith in you. Who we are in Him. The first point here is 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. I want you to write down that scripture. You see all the scriptures, write them down. When you get back to your hostels, go and meditate on them. Hallelujah. Oh, I want you to open your mouth out loud. And then read it. One, two, three. Let's go. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. If any man be in Christ, if you're in Christ here, yeah, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Now, how does a man come into Christ? He has to be born again. How does a man get born again? He has to repent of his sins, confess Jesus as his Lord and personal Savior. Believe in his heart that God had raised him from the dead and he will be saved. Glory to God. You see that? When you confess Jesus as your Lord and believe in your heart that God had raised him from the dead for your justification, you become saved. What does that mean? You come into Christ. Glory to God. That means you enter into the living word of God. You enter into Christ, the anointed one. Amen? I said amen. Amen. Now, if you dip raw meat, a piece of raw meat, into a plate or a bowl of oil, granite oil, You dip the piece of raw meat inside the bowl of granite oil. And then you dip your hand into the bowl and pull out that piece of raw meat. All right? What will be dripping? Tell me, what will be dripping? Why? Because it was baptized into what? A bowl of oil. if any man be in Christ, some people are still looking and saying, eh, what is, what is it? If you were dipped into the anointed one, <laughs> uh, what would you be dripping? What would be dripping off you? Talk to me. What would be dripping off you? When you walk around, what would be dripping off you? Say with your mouth, I am, in Christ. I am in Christ." Christ simply means the anointed one." In fact, the literal translation puts it this way: Christ means the Son of oil, the one who is of oil consistently. The oil is the anointing, the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. If any man be in Christ is <laughs> a new creature. Old things are what? Passed away. What are the old things that are passed away? The old things of the former life. The old things of sin. The old things of failure. The old things of curses. Generational curses. They are passed away. Someone says no, they are passing away. No, the Bible does not say they are passing away. Do you understand English language? Maybe Maybe you should read it in Yoruba. Maybe you should read it in Igbo language. So you can understand it. Someone says, well, those things are passing away. When they pass away, you will see, I will come out shining. No, that's religion. It sounds nice, but that's not the truth. At least you know the difference between present tense, present continuous, past tense, and past perfect tense. Hello? If you understand those tenses, wave your hands. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. If any man be in Christ is a new creature, all things are away. In other words, they have passed away. Because you see, you can't be in Christ and the old things will come into Christ with you. There's no carryover into Christ. If any man be in, if any man be in, if any man be in, you see, if those things, the old things are not passed away, then you are not in Christ. It's, it's so categorical, it's so definite, it's so clear, and it builds faith. Because you see, when the word of God is preached, in quote now, God's word, and it's not clear, it's not definite, that's not God's word. God's word always builds faith in you. It's clear. 2 plus 2 is what? 4.01. 4.0002. So four point zero 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 one. You see, if you understand mathematics, it will be very easy for you to understand God's word. Because God's word is divine mathematics. <laughs> Amen. It's so, it's so absolute. Are you listening to me? <laughs> In verse 10, 2 plus 2 is what? 1. 4. Is it 1? No. Okay, what about 2 plus 2 is 3.99999999999999 is that that's not absolute 2 plus 2 is what shout it out loud are you sure what about 2 plus 2 in america what about in italy jamaica canada if any man be in Christ, is what? You see, if any man be in Christ, is what? He's a new creature. Amen. That is true everywhere. In heaven. It's as true as 2 plus 2 is equal to 4. Alright? You see, it's true in Moro. It's true in Africa. It's true in Canada. It's true in the United States of America. If any man be in Christ. (laughs) Are you in Christ? You see, if people knew what they would gain coming into Christ, you wouldn't beg them before they get born again. They would get born again in a hurry. Because you see... When you come into Christ, when you make Jesus the Lord of your life and come into Christ, <laughs> your life don't better. But there are a lot of people who are in Christ who do not know in whom they are. Do you know in whom you are? You are in Christ. You are in Christ. Glory to God. So if I touch your ear, what drips? Christ. Let's not say Christ. For as many who are baptized into Christ have put on Christ, they have put him on. Glory to God. Galatians chapter 3. Let's start the reading here from verse 26. It will bless you. Galatians 3 and verse 26. Can we read together? One, two, three, everybody. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Say, I'm a child of God God. by faith in Christ Christ Jesus. The next verse, 27. One, two, three, let's go. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Oh, glory to God. (laughs) Look up here, please. For as many who have been baptized into Christ, have put on whom? Christ. (laughs) If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become. Now it tells us if any man is baptized into Christ. In other words, if any man is plunged into Christ. He has put on Christ. That means Christ is now his new clothing. That's his new identity. That's his new address. You know someone was praying a prayer one day. He said, oh God, my name that is in the pit of hell, that the wicked ones are put there, take it away, take it from there, take it from there. I said, your name is not there if you're in Christ. You have a new identity. I say you have a new identity. Yeah. The description of your life now is Christ. Let's all say Christ. Christ. Say it again. Say Christ. Christ. Is the description. Say it. Say Christ. Christ. Is the description Christ. of my life. Oh my I take my reference point. My reference from Christ. Christ. Christ in me. Christ. The, hope the hope of glory. Christ on me. The hope of glory. Christ Christ through me. The hope of glory. The hope of of power. power. Strength. Strength. Grace. Grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you see, you are in Christ now. Where are you? Where are you? Where's your address now? You see, where you stay or leave? naturally, is your geographical description. That's geography. Alright? Your new habitat, your new dwelling place is Christ. So if any demon wants to find you out, the demon has to come into Christ. Is that possible? No, talk to me. Is that possible? No. <laughs> If the devil would take you now, he will have to plunge his hand into Christ and pull you out from there. But the Bible says, You see, who shall separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus? Shall tribulation, shall salt, shall famine, not even things in the world to come? Shout it out loud I am in Christ. One more time, say, I am in Christ. I am in Christ. One more time, say, I am, in I am in Christ. If they told you that a witch wants to kill you, what would be your response? Please, uh, don't let them kill me. Oh, help me beg <laughs> them. You know, a beloved one was conducting deliverance for a lady who was possessed with a demon spirit. And then he said, in Jesus' name, come out of her. And then the demon in her said, where do I go to? He said, I have free room in me if you want to stay. You can come in. You know, the demon responded, I can't live in you. There's fire in you. Christ is in you, there's oil in you. (laughs) I cannot live in you. He said, Well, but you were asking me where to stay. Why not come in and stay here? If you care to shout it out loud, I am in in Christ. Say it again, say, I am in Christ. see where you reside is where your treasure resides also are you listening to me for those who are earthly their treasures are earthly they are of this earth for those who are heavenly their treasures are heavenly of heaven if you are in christ then your destiny is in christ if you are in christ then your future is in Christ. If you are in Christ, then everything about you is in Christ. The children yet unborn are in Christ. Your cars that you will buy are in Christ. The certificates that you will get are in Christ. So to pray that, oh God, all my blessings that are in the pit of hell. Your blessings are not there. Oh, Ephesians 1.3. Ephesians 1.3. Your blessings are not there. For those who can read, open your eyes wide and your mouth wide and God will feel it. Open your mouth, read. One, two, three, go. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places where... Where are your blessings? So when you say, Well, oh God, the blessings are in the hand of the devil, go take them for me. God says, You are sending me to go and take blessings from the hand of the devil. Can you imagine? Oh, and you are sending another lower demon than the devil. God is too big for that. I said, God is too big for that. When Jesus was raised from the dead, he conquered the devil once and for all. And he took the victory from him. Glory to God. And now he has given us that victory. We have that victory now. Our blessings are where? Our blessings are where? Your husband is where? Your wife is where? Your children are where? Your certificates are where? So don't pray that stupid prayer anymore. Where you are, there your treasures are also. If you are earthly, your treasures are earthly. If you are heavenly, your treasures are heavenly. If you are Christ-like, your treasures are in Christ. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What God has blessed you with, the enemy can take it from you. Say, I am blessed. blessed. Say it again. Say, I am blessed. blessed. One more time. Say, I am blessed. blessed. You are in Christ. Your blessings are in Christ. Christ amen don't take anything less than what you already have in Christ are you listening to me there are no B's in Christ there are only A's listen if Jesus were to sit down and write the exam you're writing now how long will it take him lives in you now. You see, I want you to wake up to this understanding. You are not ordinary. Shout it out loud. I am not ordinary. Am not ordinary. Say it again. Say, I am not ordinary. Am not ordinary. Christ, lives in me. Christ lives in me. And I'm in Christ. I am in Christ. I am in Christ. I am in Christ. If you believe that, shout amen somebody. Amen. I said amen. You see, let me tell you something. Your body is a different kind of body. I will explain to you. Do you know your brain is part of your body? You don't know? Well, to some people, that's a revelation. If your head were to be dissected, all right, your brain can be plunged out. It's part of what? Your body. Now hear this. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. That means that makes your body a special kind of body. What makes a house is not the house itself, it's who dwells in there. Every house is built by some man somewhere, but the builder of all things is God. It is who dwells in that body that makes the body. Not the body itself, not the complexion of the body, or how smooth the body is. What makes the body is the one who inhabits the body. 1 Corinthians 6 and verse 19. Let's read it together. 1, 2, 3, let's go. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you? Don't you know? Are you not aware that your body is a special kind of body? Why is your body special? You see, you don't have the same brain with an unbeliever. Your brain is different from their own brain. Someone says, no, it's the same matter. No, it's not the same matter. The Holy Ghost lives in your own brain. Your body. Is your brain part of your body? It says the Holy Ghost is in that brain. What does that mean? It means that same Holy Spirit that is in that brain will make a life that brain. Romans 8 and verse 11. Amen. We'll make it alive. Can we read it together, everybody? One, two, three, let's go. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. You see that? You see the holy spirit that is in you quickens your brain. Say my brain is holy ghost aided. My brain is ghost aided. Say my brain is holy ghost facilitated. My brain is holy ghost facilitated. And that's why anytime you find a man in Christ check his IQ. His IQ is higher than the normal IQ. Look up please. Look up please. If there's an unbeliever in your class, no matter how brainy the unbeliever is, alright, if he's scoring 78, you should score 99, 98, 100, 100. Yeah. When I was a student doing my first degree, unbelievers, Muslims, smokers, all of them, they gather around me, I would teach them book. Iwe, Glory to God. I sat them them down and I taught them. And they were quiet. Nobody spoke until I was done speaking. Who teaches like God? You see, and that's your teacher. The Holy Spirit is your teacher. And he facilitates your brain. You don't have an ordinary brain, no. Never believe a lie that you see. I'm an IH student. I'm an IH student. You know, the kind of second school I attended. You know, he attended international schools. I attended in FHG. Your brain saying my, my brain is holy ghost hated let me tell you something bring that bible all scripture is given by the inspiration of god the holy spirit inspired this bible and it was written down you could sit down read it and understand it do you think what men wrote down not inspired by the holy ghost what they wrote from their brain you will sit down and read and you will not understand. Which knowledge is greater? If you can understand this greatest kind of knowledge, do you think chemistry, mathematics, English, biology, whatever it is, commerce, will not be an issue? Tap that head and say, come on, you are getting this now. Don't say well, I know I will not understand but explain anyway. No, we don't talk that way. Grab your two your two hands. Use it to grab your head. Say I have an holy ghost headed brain. <laughs> you are in Christ. Mediocrity has passed away. Failure has passed away. Yeah. Understand who you are. Someone said, eh, I know why that guy is brilliant. His dad is a professor. His dad is a medical doctor. What about your dad? Who created the heavens and the earth? you know that when you when you got born again you changed dads yeah. the dad who gave if your, even if your dad were a farmer and could not even write an O oh, with the bottom of a bottle now you have a new dad his name is called wisdom He's the only wise God. He's the only wise God. That's your new dad. The Bible says, didn't you read that in Galatians 3:26? Do you think God was joking when he wrote that? Have you read any scripture before? And then God said, I have made you the head. And then the next verse, it reads, uh, sorry, I was only joking. Does God crack jokes? Can God make mistakes? No. Whatever God says is the truth, right? Yeah. God cannot lie. We said. You see, God cannot, not that he will not or may not. He cannot. He does not have the ability to lie. Read Galatians 3.26. 1, 2, 3, let's go. Now notice it didn't say, for you are all the children of Mr. Charles. You are all the children of Baba Oyefa. I don't know your son. I don't know the name of your father in the flesh. Notice it didn't say, you are all the children of Baba Lakpere. What's your son name? Huh? Akonbi. What's your own son's name? Day. 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 Now, you, you see, I, I think I could be still down somehow. You see, Olokpade is Olokpade. Notice he didn't say, for year all the children of Bade by, by faith in Christ Jesus. You don't take your reference from there anymore. What's your surname? Owolanke. Owolanke. For ye are all the children of Owolanke What's your surname? Adeshui. Huh? Adeshui. Adeshui. For ye are all the children of Adeshui by faith in Christ Jesus. For ye are all the children of God. Amen. When a father gives back to a child, the child will take after the father. Is it true? Good, why? Because you see, that is hereditary. Now you have a new father. How does your father think? How big is your father's brain? How much mathematics does your father know? <laughs> How much geography or commerce or whatever it is that does your father know? So why should you say, eh, I don't know what is wrong in my brain. When I read, eh, when I read. Eh, before I get back to my room, eh, I always forget. Eh, when I sleep under there eh, and I try to recall what I have read eh, it just is like, yes, yeah, <laughs> suddenly say I have a sound mind, a sound mind. <laughs> Second Timothy 1 and verse 7 look at it first Can we read yes. now hear what the father is saying to us one two three go for god hath not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love shout it loud i have a sound mind i have a sound mind, a sound mind. A sound mind. hallelujah do you have a sound mind Someone says, well, I'm not really sure. (laughs) Look up. God has given you an inheritance in Christ. The devil will always come to you and tell you things that are contrary. Uh, uh, Are you really sure you have a sound mind? Uh, Nobody has ever been to the university in your family. You want to break the jinx? You see, you're not trying to break any jinx. Amen? You are a success. Say it with your mouth I'm a success. I'm a success. Say it again. Say, I'm a, success. I'm a success. I'm not trying to break any record set, I'm setting new records. Amen. Amen. They will be attempting to break the records that I have set. While they are attempting to break it, I'm setting better ones. (laughs) I'm a success. success. Leave the rat race to them. Let them run the rat race. You are not even running a race in that sense of running a rat race. Glory to God. You are soaring. Glory to God. You are soaring. Soaring and soaring and soaring and soaring. Not flying and flapping your wings. With ease, you are born on the eagle's wings. This is the gospel. You you see that, right? You see, something is rising up within you that you are different, right? It's called faith. Faith comes by hearing. hearing. And hearing by. If I had preached something else to you, something will just plunge deep down within you. Push. Alright? And then you leave. You know some people leave church with less confidence than they came to church with. Huh? You know why? They don't hear the gospel. glory to God glory to you. you see you're in Christ right yeah. where are you in where are you in shout it out loud where are you in what if someone was looking for you and needed to see you where would the person find you in though you're in class where are you Though you are in the room, where are you? In Christ. Though you are in the hall, where are you? In Christ. Though you travel to the marketplace, where are you? In Christ. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. Hallelujah. Amen. No we no man after the flesh. If any man be in Christ, is a new creature. That's who you are. I said, "That's who you are." Yeah. What do you call the child of a dog? What do you call the child of a dog? Yeah. Does it look like a cat? No. Who does it look like no. What do you call the child of a lion? Does that child, that cop, does that child or cop look like an antelope? What does it look like? What do you call the child of God? What do you call the child of God? Who should that child look like? (laughs) If indeed you have been born of God, who should you look like? (laughs) How does God talk? How does God think? How does God act? When God writes an exam, what does it come out with? Look up, tell yourself failure is no longer an option. option. Say it again. Say, failure is not an option. option. I am of God. God. Say it with some God. Say I am of God. Say it and let people around you who don't like to hear such things be angry. Say I am of God. Philippians 3 and verse 20. Philippians three and verse 20. Give it to us in another translation that talks about citizenship. But let's read this first and foremost. Can we read one two, three? Let's go? See that? Oh, this is amplified. I want also to read this in the amplified, it's amplifying it. One, two, three, let's go. But we are citizens of the state, commonwealth, homeland, which is in heaven. And from it also honestly and patiently await the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, as Saviour. but we are citizens of the state we are citizens of the state our passport is eternal life the stamp on it is the Holy Ghost So everywhere we go, glory to God, hallelujah. The eyes of God are always with us. Because we are not of this world. The same way the United States will come for their citizens if there's any disaster in Nigeria. They will bring an aircraft, a private one, designated for that purpose. They will bring it and then... Call for their citizens all over and say, Gather at this a point. We are taking you back to the United States. Free of charge. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you know you are not a citizen of this country? Someone says, no, I'm a Nigerian. That's why I'm suffering. Where are, you from? Where, are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from? You see, think like that. Your homeland is heaven. You have a commonwealth. The treasures of God in Christ Jesus are yours. Don't think small. Think big. Someone says eh, if I think big, who will sponsor it? <laughs> who will sponsor it? <laughs> oh, <will> she <sponsor> <laughs> Who will sponsor that very thing that you're thinking about? <laughs> when you dream of A's, who will make them happen? I in me the hope of the I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Hallelujah. So think big. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Say I think big. I dream big. Go to Isaiah 60. The penultimate verse, the one but last verse. Hallelujah. Isaiah sixty is that is in your Bible? What about the last one? Is that the last one? Good. Verse 22. Can you read? No, wait, wait. I was asking a question. I didn't say to read. I said, can you read? Now, you see, when you are reading God's word, your mouth must be open wide. Amen? Amen? Read it. One, two, three, let's go. Good. Now, this is the time. Yeah. I said this is the hour. Yeah. Now, look at what you are now and what God has done in your life right now. Multiply it by 1,000. Yeah. Multiply it by 1,000. A little one shall become what? 1,000. Hello? And then having multiplied it by 1,000, now let that be your present state. That means you are starting from a 1,000 of what you have been now, what God has blessed you with right now. a 1,000 of it. It says the zeal of God. Let's someone say the zeal, of God. the zeal of God. That means God Himself will estimate, He will perfect it, He will bring it to pass. Don't limit God in your thoughts, in your thinking. Are you listening to me? Let God lose. Think big. Amen. When small thoughts Come to mind, reject them. Don't hang around people who have small minds, colobo minds, bintin minds. You see, when you hang around such people, they will condition your mind to their size. Proverbs thirteen twenty: He who walks with the wise shall be wise but the companions of fools shall be destroyed. Amen? Amen. Think big! You see, let me tell you something. Don't be afraid to think big. Because you see, whatever you think you can do by yourself, and you begin to think such a thing, you know what you're telling God? I don't need you. But when you think something beyond you, In your natural you, strength and power. It will take God to make it happen. Then God comes in. Are you going to engage God in your thoughts? Amen? Get God involved. Don't think failure anymore. Tell that devil that is whispering to you that you are going to fail. Tell the devil you are already a failure. All right, I'm a success. success. Let me tell you something. Anytime the devil tells you something, it is the opposite that is the truth. Because he always lies. If he says you can't make it, what he's saying, all right, or the truth is, (laughs) the truth is that you have made it. Say I am, a I am a success. One more time. Say I am a success. I, am a success. I, increase. I, increase. I increase. I increase in all that I do. That I do. Amen. Amen. Now, don't forget that's the blessing of what Abraham is—the blessing that increases. Please don't forget God, these words that I'm sharing with you. Keep them in the midst of their heart. They are life to those who find them, and health to all their flesh. Can someone say amen to that? Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I said glory to God. Hallelujah. So you are in Christ. Someone says, well, what about the wrong things I've done in the past? Hope they're not going to come back and catch up with me. You see, that's why you have to know the truth. If any man being in Christ is a new creature... Old things are what? Including the old sins, right? Good. Now, read Ephesians 1 and verse 7. Very quickly. Ephesians 1 and verse 7. Can we read that? 1, 2, 3. Let's go. wait in whom we have redemption in christ we have redemption you know what redemption means redemption means a divine buyback buyback from sin and all its consequences write it down never forget it redemption is a divine buyback from sin and all its consequences Redemption, it's a divine buyback. Buyback from sin and all its consequences. That means God bought you back from sin and all its consequences. You were sold by the devil through Adam, the first Adam. So Jesus came and through his blood, he bought you back from sin and all its consequences. That is redemption. Amen? Everything that sin has cost, Jesus has brought you back from them. Can someone say amen to that? Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. In whom we have a divine buyback from sin and all its consequences. Through his blood. Even the forgiveness of sins. According to the riches of his grace. Amen. Look up, let me tell you the truth. The devil will always try to bring back your past to you, to tell you you are not worthy to receive God's blessings. But that's a lie. The truth is this, Jesus made you worthy. What did he do for you? He shed his blood. He bore upon you, the conse- upon himself, the consequences of his, your, your sins so that you can be a free person. And now you're free. Say with your mouth, say I'm free. I am free. One more time, say I'm free. I'm free. One more time, say I'm free. I am free. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I said, Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's read three more scriptures and then we'll close. Romans 8 and verse 1. Oh, beautiful scripture. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Can we read that together? One, two, three, let's go. There is no there is Jesus, the best, the Say, there's no, to me. there's no condemnation to me. Say it again. No Say it again. No to me. Say it again. No to me. What does that mean? It means Jesus. Bore that condemnation on himself, so that you will be justified. So you are no longer condemned. Glory to God. Someone came here with um, a feverish condition. All right, your body was a little bit warm, that you had to use uh, a cardigan. Warm on the outside, but deep within you, you were feeling very cold. All right, check. You are healed now. Yeah. Glory to God. Yeah. Who is that person? Stand up and witness. Yeah. <laughs> Glory to God. Yeah. Give the Lord a shout of hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You can see you are healed. Jesus said you are clean through the words that I've spoken unto you. God's word cleanses. How many of us believe that? Yeah. (laughs) There's someone with a pain right in your chest. All right. You came here with a pain in your chest. Um, While the people were rejoicing and shouting, you could not really scream because anytime you scream you feel that pain there check now you are healed you are healed you're made whole if you are that person stand up witness you are healed you can shout now you can scream yeah pain in your chest anybody like that you couldn't scream you couldn't shout too loud because of that pain in your chest who is that person Glory to God. Rise to your feet. You can scream now. Shout, scream. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, let her shout it. Can you stand to your feet? Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh Glory to God. Amen. Healing is already taking place. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Ah, hallelujah. (laughs) Oh, glory to God. I see in the spirit someone as though there's this weight on your head. You know, anytime you're in a place and people make noise for so long a time, you begin to feel this headache, you know all over your head all over your head that way and right now you see people have been shouting and screaming and you couldn't even feel that that sensation on your head anymore the lord said to tell you you are healed you are free you know you can't stand too much noise anybody any time people scream you just go Ooh! but you are healed right now Glory to God. Hallelujah. Check, check, you're healed. You're made whole. Who is that person? <laughs> Give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Amen forevermore. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. Wow. There's someone here with a shoulder blade pain. It's the kind of pain in your shoulder blade. You know, your shoulder. When you twist your your arm, suddenly you feel that sharp pain. So most of the time you always condition your hand in such a way that You don't twist your hand suddenly. You can twist now. Check. The pain is gone. Twist it fast. The pain is gone. Check. The Lord just touched you. You are healed right now. Perfectly. Perfectly made whole. Perfectly healed. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Perfectly healed. Thank you, Lord. Who is that person? All right. You can twist the shoulder now. Suddenly, no more pain. No more pain. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You can stand up and twist it and check whether the pain is there or not. You see, it's no longer there. No more pain. Twist it. Twist it suddenly. Who is that person? You are the one, right? Can you still feel the pain there? Twist it. Give the Lord a shout of praise. (laughs) Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yeah, thank you, Lord Jesus. You know, we can go on and on and on. But I want you to do something. If you know anybody you like as we close, write your prayer request, what you want God to do for you between now and the end of this year. Don't write more than three points. Don't tell stories. All right, put it in an envelope and bring it here tomorrow evening. Tomorrow morning... I'll be praying for you and then I'll lay hands on you. Tomorrow evening there will be healing school. I'll pray on all the prayer requests. I'll lay my hands on them. And because God lives in me, the hands of God are laid on them. And you will get swift answers in the name of Jesus Christ. So please don't forget. Tell your friends. Amen. Please get the instruction. Don't put them in a brown envelope. Put them in a white one. I don't know why the Lord said that. There is no juju about it. Amen. But when God gives an instruction, I like to adhere to it. All right. Write your prayer requests. Tell your friends to write them. And everybody come in here. Bring them with the prayer requests. Let them come. All right. And then we lay them here before the Lord. Right before your eyes, I'll lay my two hands on them and the power of the Holy Ghost will move swiftly. The angels of God will move swiftly and things will begin to happen. For some of you, it will surprise you so much that maybe you've been thinking that in another three months, God will make it happen. But in less than 24 hours, you will see miracles in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you going to do that? All right, so let's prepare that for tomorrow. Rise to your feet as we close. Now, sit down, sit down, sit down. You have to rise like a soldier. Wait, wait, sit down first. You rise like a soldier. A soldier does not just rise up like this. A soldier rises up with a shout. Rise up with a shout of praise, hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Tomorrow morning, don't miss it at all. Invite your friends. Tomorrow evening is going to be awesome. Come with your prayer requests. Come with your friends. Make sure you come early or as you sit outside. Lift up your two hands towards heaven. I declare over you abundant grace beyond measure in the name of Jesus. In all you do the grace of God will characterize your life in all you lay your hands upon the grace of God will make the difference I pray for you as you leave this place the Word of God that has been built into you increases and increases and increases in the name of Jesus Your confidence will ever increase in Christ Jesus in the name of Jesus. It is well with you. It is well with you. It is well with you. Everything that concerns you is perfected from henceforth in the name of Jesus. Go and increase in the name of Jesus. Go and expand in the name of Jesus. Go and succeed in the name of Jesus. Go and be great in the name of Jesus. It is well with you. It is well with you. It is well with you. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. Give the Lord a shout of praise. We believe you've been transformed by this message. It was brought to you by Shegun Obaje Teaching Ministries. For more inquiries, call us on these numbers. Plus or 234 Thank you.